Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I'm officially known as your mayor of PHNX and I'm joined by my vice mayor, my head of my my council. Uh, it is the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. New year, new me, Derek. We've got That's decorations. Right. Look at that. The blank wall. Look at that. The but void there's... is gone. The void is oh, gone. This is and this, this one, this one is is your doing, Derek. For those mm-hmm. of you out there watching us, Derek yep. gave oh. me that as a Christmas gift because yep. Any... <laughs> uh, he was tired of staring at the blank wall behind me. But this one I... was my doing. So I take the credit for that one. I had it with the blank wall, Jesse, as much as I had it with uh, trying to figure out which lights in my room work. But uh, I'm also <laughs> in my new studio. This is the jungle. Uh, I'd like to welcome everybody to it. And uh, yeah, we are. We got some exciting things happening as far as uh, 2022, Jesse. Uh, but of course, this podcast is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX. And simply for betting $5 on any NFL team to win, you will win $200 in free bets on top of your already existing winnings based on whatever you bet. Uh, and that is our code at PHNX. Jesse, uh, we got a fun show to talk about today. We are going to talk about Arizona Diamondbacks resolutions for the new year. Uh, and I'm yes. excited. I'm excited to give them resolutions. You know, usually you figure out the resolutions on your own. But uh, no, not 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 today, not this year. Uh, the Diamondbacks do not get to choose their resolutions this year. Jesse and I will be doing that for them. But uh, a little, I guess, I don't know if you wanna if you wanna call it uh, news. But uh, there was some information that came out on CBS Sports about uh, again, just kind of what we said, confirming what everybody kind of feels right now, which is that uh, looks like the Universal DH is coming. And it doesn't look like there's anything we can do to stop it. Uh, a to Robert York. Uh, how's it going, man? Uh, but of course, the uh, speculation has started as to what teams are going to do. And the CBS Sports article took a look at likely in-house candidates for the DH. Uh, and the two that it came up with uh, were Seth Beer and Cooper Hummel, which I don't think is that far off as far as uh, designated hitters, but it was a bit surprising. It's a bit surprising that both of the guys uh, they were saying are likely in-house candidates are uh, minor league minor leaguers versus looking at some of the uh, in-house candidates that they already have on the main roster. It did specify that uh, the DH would likely be the key factor in, in David Peralta and Christian Walker 
also uh, sticking around with the Arizona Diamondbacks for the time being. So what are your thoughts Mm. on that? And do you think that they will turn to the young guys as far as the designated hitter goes? You know, I haven't read the article that you're referring to, Derek, but I have to wonder how much Diamondbacks baseball uh, the people over at CBS are watching because... (laughs) Well, they started uh, off with saying, no, they won't let Madison Baumgartner be their DH. And I immediately was angered by that. (laughs) That was not, that's yeah. not the right way to start off with me as no. far as DH candidates. No, they lost their credibility right away with that. Um, yeah. But no, it's a little, I, I could see Seth Beer for sure. I mean, we talked about him as one of our main candidates the other day. Uh, Cooper Hummel, I could maybe see him getting in the mix. I think Cooper Hummel really, um, a lot of his value will come from, uh, from his defensive versatility. Um, mm-hmm. he plays a number of positions, including catcher. And I think the diamondbacks yeah. are, are probably going to want to leverage that. Um, so, so yeah, there's no way Tori Lavallo is, is shying away from utilizing someone that is versatile, uh, right. defensively, right. That's, that's his jam. That's his favorite thing. But, yes. uh, Cooper Hummel, Hummel also hit, uh, 311, 432, 546, uh, with AAA Reno. So not, we, you know not how we love numbers. Reno numbers around here. I know we love, I, Reno I know numbers. it's, I swear to God, that's what we hear with every trade. Like even in this one, because we got Hummel in the Eduardo Escobar trade. So of course it's like he crushed AAA hitting 311, 432, 546. Calm down. It's real. Yeah. All right. Although I'm pretty sure I'm not, I don't have his, his page in front of me. I think that Cooper Hummel, when he was with Milwaukee was actually playing in the international league uh, for AAA rather than the Pacific coast league, which is a, well, I guess it's not called the Pacific coast league anymore. I'm not going to call it what it's called now. Cause it's stupid. Um, I'm with yeah. <laughs> It'll forever be the Pacific coast league. It will forever be the Pacific Coast League. But yeah, so I, I'm a little confused by this. I, I could see Cooper Hummel potentially filling in there. Um, I, His bat is definitely his biggest tool, but I think the Diamondbacks are going to want to see where he can slide in defensively because I'm not sure. so sure his bat is quite going to carry him to the level of being a Major League DH. The thing that baffles me more than that, Derek, is that... And yes, good to see you, Brett Johnson. We always appreciate having you around. Um, the thing that baffles me more about that is that I don't think Christian Walker really makes any sense for the Diamondbacks at DH. The reason the Diamondbacks kept Christian Walker on the roster, in my mind, is because Christian Walker is a very good defensive first baseman. That's that's why he's here. You're not bringing Christian Walker to play DH when he had a sub 700 OPS last year. Um, right. I just, I right. just don't see it. And certainly he could bounce back. I think there's a lot of hope for him. We know the injuries played a role in that, but realistically, I don't think the diamondbacks brought him back so that they could, you know, sit him defensively and just play him in DH. So, and same story with David Peralta. I mean, he's won a silver, a, not a silver slugger. He's also won a silver slugger. Uh, he's won a gold glove award. And I don't think you're trying to put that, uh, take that out of, out of your defensive lineup. So to me, that uh-huh. part of this is puzzling. Jesse Friedman, I believe it was you that questioned David Peralta even being nominated for a gold glove last year. Oh, and you absolutely. also gave I, us all I, the reasons why we shouldn't be that excited about a left fielder yes. getting a gold glove nod. Right, right. No, very, very fair point. My my argument was that David Peralta is not that elite of a defender, which I stand by. But the, the Diamondbacks don't have a whole bunch of elite defensive outfielders waiting in the wings that are going to be way better than David Peralta. At this point, if David Peralta is in the lineup, you probably want him playing left field. I don't really know who I would turn to that I would like better in that spot than him right now. So I don't really see Peralta or Christian Walker playing much DH outside of, you know, days off and 
you know, what we know Tori Lavella will do in sliding guys over to DH is a method of kind of giving them a half day off, I guess, uh, at least not having to play any defense. Brett Johnson wants to know the fantastic name that the PCL is now, you know, because it used to be the California <laughs> League and the Pacific Coast League. Uh, Brett, I, I hate to break it to you, but uh, unfortunately, they just call it Triple A West and Low A West now. Yeah, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah, it's uh, it's not it's not great. Um, no. And yes, we we also love the freight train. Speaking of which, now that I've reorganized my office, I have the ability to bust <laughs> this guy out now on, at a whim. I love how we make. can't we can't see your your bobbleheads behind you. You just like pull them off the shelf. Every yeah, once in a while. well, it's there for me. It. They're not for you. They're not. They're not <laughs> for your enjoyment. They're for my enjoyment. Right. Okay. I really love the train sound uh, for the freight train bobblehead. That's by far my favorite. Uh, there it is. There, there it is. is. There it yeah. is. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not ready to part ways with David Peralta defensively. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to give up on a lot of the guys, right? I think that's the sure. thing. Uh, <laughs> yes, Brett, they are terrible. Um, it's just we, so lame. Yeah, It's just so really. generic. It's so boring. The Pacific Coast League. I mean, exactly. There's something about it. Uh, I don't know. This This is a universal thing, by the way. Like, we, I, I think we just as human beings, we like to kind of uh, have a little bit of mystery, you know? So, like, in pro wrestling... Uh, you know, using uh, you know the the letter abbreviation or whatever is huge. The WWE, NWO, DX, sure. it goes on, and it's that it's always that thing of kind of being like you kind of need to be a little bit of an insider to know what PCL means or whatever, right? So now when they mm -hmm. just say Low A West, you have to explain what the hell Low A West means <laughs> in the minor league system. It's terrible and awful, and I hate it. Like, okay, okay, question. I have a I have a fun fun question out of the blue Let's here. Go. Is uh, I'm curious what uh, the people in the chat have to say as well. Is David Peralta, does he have the best brand on the Diamondbacks? Like, does he connect with fans Ooh. more than anyone else on the roster? Because I I'll actually kind of, I don't know. Yeah, what do you think? I was going to say yes. I'll say yes just because David Peralta tries. He puts an effort in. There's a part right. of David Peralta that I see enjoys certain parts of being famous and being a, an athlete that other people don't enjoy. Right. Some people just want to play the game. They would prefer if they never got bothered while they were out in, in public and they would never, sure. you know, yeah. have uh, side hustles unless it was like their, their, what they want to do in the future after baseball. But for the most part, I feel like most guys don't, uh, you know, put that much effort into just being an enjoyable, entertaining human being. You know, we joked mm. about the TikTok videos a lot. And obviously, they caused the curse of Baxter, but I don't believe that was David Peralta's <laughs> intention initially. He was just having a good time, and those videos were fun. I, I've seen stuff he's done, just the way that he tries to connect with fans. I said yeah. at one point uh, that Peralta was the face of this team. And I don't necessarily mean that as in he's the best player in, on the team because that's arguably could tell Marte, but. Totally. I'll say that David Peralta is the guy that he really wanted to be the face of the team. He really wants to go out there and do community events. He wants to interact with fans. He loves that. David Peralta, mm -hmm. going back to my thing earlier, I feel like is the kind of guy that 100% would love taking a picture with you if you bumped into oh, him yeah. in public. And we're like, David, yeah. hey, you know, like he would be all about it, you know. Um, mm. Brett Johnson says, 
him and Escobar connected with a lot of the community here. I'll take their brands yeah. over Eric Burns and his Eric Burns show. Yeah. And you're right, because <laughs> the thing about David Peralta and Eduardo Escobar was it seemed sincere, right? Even when David Peralta is doing stuff, there was, there was times, I will admit, and I, he doesn't deserve this because I am as much of an attention whore as anybody. And you know that, Mr. Friedman. But <laughs> I will say that at times I felt like it wasn't necessary, right? Like at some of the stuff he was doing, I was kind of like, man, that's so weird that somebody like of his caliber, a baseball player like that wants to, you know, be on TikTok doing the stuff that that he, uh, you know, that he's doing. But it's just for fun and it's just for entertainment. And it's like, I don't know, there's, there's uh, a lot of, I feel like players that, want to be more than just a super serious baseball player. You know, they want to, they want to have fun. They want people to have fun watching the game and they kind of understand that it's a form of entertainment. Some athletes, Mm. some players, they just take the shits too seriously. And uh, it's our (laughs) fault. It's our fault. We, we demand that they take it seriously. Right. But then we also really enjoy when somebody's mic'd up at the NFL game uh, the other day, like uh, uh, I think it was Joey Bosa where he was on the sidelines of a football game, asking people what their favorite video games were and, you know, ask going up to coaches and asking them if they play Call of Duty and talking about like doing the Fortnite, you know, Call of Duty dances where they like, you know, stand over someone and bob up and down. <laughs> like, it's great. Like stuff like that, where they show us human side or that they show that they have other interests outside of a sport are, are wildly entertaining. Right. Mm. But it's uh, yeah. David Peralta for me, I think, had the best brand, you know, um, okay. and some of, I, I think for the most part, um, I think we got Brett Johnson saying after Goldie left, I felt like Peralta was the face of the team until Cattell broke out. And I completely agree with that. Right. But there's times where I look at Cattell in the locker room or Cattell just normally my, my video games want to participate in our (laughs) conversation. This is amazing. (laughs) But uh, I'll say that uh, Cattell kind of reminds me a bit of Justin Upton, who might've been the team leader, might've been the best guy on the Mm. team at at, at a point, but he didn't, want that uh you know that that face of the team label on him he didn't want to be yeah the leader he didn't like that part of it and i i don't feel like Cattell is a big limelight guy as much as he just wants to yeah. do his own thing and look good while doing it you know but i don't really feel like he has that same desire to be you know the face uh, of the team just like uh <laughs> just like uh, uh david Peralta is um Yes, Brett Johnson. I was trying to keep it classy around here, but that's what he was. Uh, that's what Joey Bosa was doing, talking about teabagging. Um, anyway, hope you guys in the chat are all already part of the PHNX family. I know I've seen so many of you guys here so often, and again, we can't appreciate you guys not only participating in the chat but being a member over at gophnx.com. Uh, you become a family member. You can either get that annual membership or month-to-month option. Annual membership will get you that free t-shirt over at PHNX Locker. Uh, they're wonderful shirts. I'm wearing one right now. Jesse had one, one hanging. Jesse's got a nice one on too. Yeah, yeah, we're we're having problems now in my house, Jesse, with like my it, wife and I. The other one. I've got my wife and one. I have our own PHNX shirts and they're getting mixed up in the wash. I had two gray shirts, you know, two gray uh. flag shirts end up in my drawer. That that can't happen, but Again, uh, that's it's 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 not a bad problem to have. Our t-shirts are excellent, and of course, they are the king of soft style. So go get yourself a PHNX t-shirt right now. Go do it right now. Well, li- finish listening to the podcast first, and then go do your thing. But uh, anyway, Jesse, it's 2022. I've been talking about it all week. I'm excited. We're in the future. 
It's the future from yes. where we were at <laughs> two years ago, but it doesn't feel like the future because it feels like we're in the same goddamn pandemic mess that we've been uh, forever now. I will mm. say that I have some New Year's resolutions that I made, but I was curious to see if you had any New Year's resolutions that you've made. Just personally? Just me? Yeah. Okay. Just you um, personally? Oh, Brett Johnson says he's on fire. Booker shirt as cop compliments from work. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I love, uh, yes, that one. one. That's, that's, uh, that's a great shirt. And, uh, so is the low rider Booker shirt as well. So, yes. but of course it's cause it's Booker to God. Uh, yeah, back okay. To your resolutions. Okay. Resolutions. I'm not a big resolution guy, Derek, because frankly, I've never kept a resolution for more than about mm. a week. And so at mm. this point I'm, I'm just more realistic with myself, but there are have you ever things. wait? Let me ask you this though: Have you made active changes? Because you're still a young man, so I understand it. But have you made active changes in life? Maybe not on New Year's, <laughs> but where you just said, "Like I'm not going to do that thing anymore." <laughs> I know that sounds weird. I mean, because like you said, the resolution thing tends to not be something we keep. But I remember sure. at one point, like I am a a, a a habitually late human being, right? Oh. And, and like, I just don't get me wrong. I still fall back into that because I I'm to be honest, I'm just really bad at keeping track of time. That's really more sure. my actual problem is more so than actively trying to be late to people's things, you know, but uh, I also just have found that uh, I started to get a little bit hypocritically angry about people being late to stuff you know like uh and, and that's I, the most annoying kind of person really. it really is right the person that's late to everything but gets mad when you're late to it so yeah but i just i mean again it's i think it might be maybe being a dad you know like maybe being yeah. uh you know a, a little bit more responsible on my own due to this job that we now have but I felt like not too long ago, I'd made the conscious decision that I wasn't going to be late to things anymore. And I think that that, mm. that's, that to me is the type of resolution I feel like that is better in life. Like something to just make your life better potentially and improve, you know, your situation, your interactions with people, how things go. I mean, I hate to say it, but it, it, it even affects the way, you know, people view you, right? Like obviously yeah. it does, right? But people literally can change their opinion of you if you're constantly late to the point where they don't even want to invite you to things anymore, right? I had a uh, I had a college professor who, um, because I, and I guess it wasn't just me, it was me and one of my buddies. We were always so late to one of our morning classes that she started giving quizzes at the beginning of class just so that we would <laughs> miss them. <laughs> And we learned what our lessons monster. pretty quick. Yeah, no, it it worked. It's hard to it's hard to uh, get too mad at that. Yeah, I'm a pretty perpetually late person too. Um, I'm definitely better about it now. I don't think I've I don't think there's ever been a point where I've like put a stake in the ground and said I'm not going to be late to things anymore. Sure, um, it's much it's much harder on yourself. I think for you to because again, yeah. being late t tends to be in your nature, right? You know, but yeah, it's I just also, part of you. you know? Yeah, it's just part of you. You feel uncomfortable your... being somewhere early. It just doesn't. It, it's an uncomfortable feeling. So. I think that's it. I think that's you hit the nail on it's the It's like, what that. am I going to do? Like, why? Yeah. Like, what, what am I going to be there five minutes early? Well, am I supposed to just sit around and wait for everybody <laughs> else to get there for five minutes? Right. Yeah. No, exactly. forget that. That's I'll show up two minutes wasting, later. Everybody will be there and we can get the minutes. parties going. Right. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. With you. 
Um, I definitely had, you know, I've had some mentors that said some things uh, to me about being late. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jim Ross from uh, AEW, formerly of WWE. And uh, he's definitely a, a like a, a hero of mine. And he when, when it, I spoke to him one day and that was one of his first rules was, wow. don't, you know, don't ever be late because we're media, right? We should never be the last one walking in. We should never be the last one showing up to an interview. There should never be a time where our subject has arrived prior to us. You know, sure. we should be there. We should be prepared. They should show up. They should see us. If it's a one-on-one -on -one interview, you know, you should like, and yeah. that was, that was that moment. I think maybe that it clicked for me the most where I realized like, wow, like he's absolutely right. What a, what a like really, really narcissistic move to want to interview somebody else, but then you show up late for that interview. So I think mm -hmm. that was one of those moments that kind of changed me. I do think that, uh, you know, with, resolutions they tend to be a bit more out of our control which is why people can't necessarily keep them right like again <laughs> the being late thing you know that it's in your control but it's really not you can actively take a role in that but sometimes like you say it's just well, your nature and i think that's happen. i think that's the lie that we all believe is that yeah, we're, so like, we're i just, can't do anything about yeah, it what i was yeah. late that's, that's <laughs> the way they go yeah we're just play the play the victim card and you know you're just of course i was late because the world it's, decided that i had to be right it, it wasn't my fault it was someone else's right <laughs> But I think more importantly than ourselves, I didn't, I didn't, um, I made one resolution. Okay. And that resolution um, was uh, for me personally about spending uh, a little bit more time with people. Right. And, uh -huh. uh, you know, like valuing some of the opportunities we have to be together. I've had some friends move away and uh, you know, it, it kind of makes you feel, uh, you know, like in retrospect, you wish you had more time. It's like, it's like anything. Yeah. I mean, honestly, at the very least, I get to still talk to these guys. We Skype, we, we do podcasts together. We have fun. We <laughs> wait, still wait, hold up. You, you Skype. <laughs> oh yeah. We're, we're old people. Do people we still do Skype. Does, we does still Skype, Skype still around? Skype Derek? still <laughs> exists. Don't worry. I promise you Skype has not gone anywhere. Okay. Oh, right. oh you kids with your zoom, your fancy zooms and your stream yards. <laughs> Whatever we Skype, that's how we got. To hey, talk to I each used other to use Skype. That's how I used yeah. to do podcast interviews with Skype. That was the only way that I knew how to do well, it. It's a blatant but... lie. We don't even use Skype. I know we use Zoom, but I'm just saying it, and defending it now. But yes, no, okay. Skype was the way we did stuff, and you know. But uh, again, it's it. You know, it, unfortunately, it is a lot like you know when you lose someone permanently, right? You just you wish yeah. you had that time back. So it's one of those situations where the one resolution I've kind of made to myself is to make that extra effort, even though you don't want to, right? Mm. When your buddy calls you up and wants you to come out to a bar and you don't really feel like it, uh, and you make some sort of excuse, you tell him you got COVID and you can't, you'll see him next <laughs> week or something. Yeah, don't do that. Like, just go see him. You never know what's going to happen. So spend more time sure. with your loved ones, your family members, because, uh, you know, essentially we get into this right now, especially with the pandemic, we get into this funk where we don't see people and it's, uh, it's not exactly... Yeah you know, healthy at times for us to yeah. not be around people. So uh, go, mm. go count, go check on everybody, but nobody cares about our resolutions, Jesse. That's the honest truth. We, no, they no, want to no. know what resolutions <laughs> we've come up with for the Arizona diamondbacks. And yes. um, we've taken it upon ourselves. This is, our we have, job. <laughs> we've taken it upon ourselves. And I know for me personally, 
Uh, I hope that the res- one of the first resolutions that Tori Lavolo has made this new year is that he'll stop tinkering with the lineup. That's what I want. <laughs> that sneer. <laughs> He's so mad about. He's so yeah, mad about me saying that. Look at him. I have He's to know like, the context of this. Of this. You know what his face is where? saying right there. His face is saying, "I will not stop tinkering with the lineup." <laughs> Over my goddamn dead body, I'll stop tinkering with the lineup. Tori, stop tinkering with the lineup, okay? Maybe that's one of the pieces of advice that the new coaches will bring to him. Maybe that's some, something like when he mm. goes to pull that lineup card the next day, maybe Jeff Bannister puts a hand on his shoulder and says, now, Tori, we talked about this. You know? <laughs> I don't know, but I would like to see less lineups. I would like to see yeah. uh, less players used. Obviously, the Diamondbacks set a franchise record last year for the most players used in a season i understand that's that's never that's just never but that's never a good no yeah that's never a good record to set no no the diamond i mean you're right a lot of that is due to injury so it is out of their control in in many respects but but yeah the diamondbacks have kind of uh been known for this right they have a reputation for you know being the team who will switch up uh not only you know position in the batting order but also defensive position day in day out it felt like Dalton Varsho played center field one day right field the next day catcher the next day you know he actually did it, it was you say yeah. it felt that way but I'm pretty sure at one point during the season yeah he did that exact same thing I think he absolutely did yeah and and I think there's a good point to be made that especially for a guy like him you you really want to get him settled in to some sort of a routine uh where he's not you know showing up at the ballpark every day uh, you know, fielding balls at a different position than he was the day before. I think it's yeah. just good for, especially for young players who maybe aren't used to moving around that much uh, to just give them that kind of stability. Uh, do you have any Jesse for the Arizona Diamondbacks as far as resolutions you would like to make for them? Yeah. Um, I think the Diamondbacks have a, a long ways to go in, in many respects for, uh, for this upcoming season. Um, I think a big thing, um, and again, you can make the, this is out of their control argument, but, uh, and this is frankly something that could probably be said for every single team in the majors. Every team wants to be better at this, but the diamondbacks lost a lot of close games last year, just a lot, a lot of very close games. Uh, we mentioned it the other day. I think they lost more one run games than any team since any other team, 35 Braves or something like that. So, uh, that was just disheartening, uh, not just uh, not just for the team, but for fans. I mean, it, it's I don't know if there's anything worse than a one run loss. And in many respects, I'd rather uh, I think a lot of fans would rather them get blown out. And, you know, you could turn off the game in the second inning, you know, rather than staying there and, and watching the full three hours only to watch the wheels come off in the, in the last 10 minutes. Um, so I think just being better late in games, uh, you know, staying focused and uh, the bullpen is obviously a huge part of that. I'm not necessarily accusing the Diamondbacks of, you know, losing focus or whatnot down the stretch. Obviously, uh, their lineup and, you know, the guys that they were forced to play was was subpar uh, throughout much of the season due to injuries. But um, but I mean, you just can't lose as many close games as they did last year. So that's the first thing that comes to mind for me. I'm going to give you another one, Jesse. Okay. What do we got? I will not wear my pet's heads on TikTok videos. (laughs) That's the most important one. 
right? Now, I, I feel like this goes without saying, right? But here we are, you know, having to remind ourselves that we will not wear our pets' heads on TikTok videos. I just, I, I thought, yeah, I didn't, you, we shouldn't have, we shouldn't have to say that. I shouldn't have to say know? that. I shouldn't yeah. have to say that. I don't, I don't feel like this is when a teacher says, like, I didn't think we needed to cover, you know, like, nobody oh, yeah you know yeah i can really eat the that. hamster you know that kind of thing but like hey guys don't try to eat the hamster you know that kind of thing um sure. also take uh take your money and go over to the DraftKings sports bet uh app kids go do that uh use your code of phnx uh, it's your code now it's not our code any longer it's in your control uh, use our code of phnx and you'll get five dollars in free bets instantly that's your new re- new year's resolution is to make some money and new customers can do that by betting just five dollars on any nfl team to win their game and if they do you will win two hundred dollars in free bets instantly on top of whatever you bet so as long as it's a minimum of five dollars or more on any football team to win their game and that counts for both college or pro football uh, you will win that two hundred dollars in free bets so let's wind down the season with a big win draft book uh, DraftKings sportsbook customers can get uh same game parlays and can buy multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout reminder the more legs you add the more money you can win and that doesn't even count for same game parlays you can get multiple game parlays or multiple sport parlays DraftKings is safe secure and reliable best of all you can deposit withdraw your cash whenever you want uh, a reminder though about the same game parlays just taking a step back just reminder a uh, little pro tip remember there's a special same game parlay sub menu that that opens up once you do select the same game parlay option. So once you go in there, you'll find a whole new series of uh, parlay bets and options you can make on the same game parlay. So make sure to check that out and make sure most importantly to use our code of PHNX and bet just $5 on any football team, college or pro to win. If they win, you win $200 in free bets instantly, plus whatever money you win on the bet if they're victorious. That's promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over only, Arizona only, gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. I know, again, this probably should go, uh, this kind of goes opposite of what, uh, you know, what what you normally do. You want to normally say, I'm not going to do things like this. Like, I'm going to refrain from being uh, a socially bad person, someone who does things that people question some, somebody that regrets the decisions they make, right? Like getting drunk and jumping in your own swimming pool. But that's exactly the kind of resolution I want to see the Arizona Diamondbacks make. I want them this year to say that they're going to get drunk and jump in the pool with their clothes on more often. That's what I would like to see. That's what I want out of them, Jesse. Like I know, again, that's the kind of thing you say in the morning, next morning, like I'm not going to do that more. But no, that's not what I want out of this situation. What I want also, but see, this is where it kind of gets a little interesting is I don't want their friends to do it. So don't let your (laughs) friends get drunk and jump in the pool, but you guys get drunk and jump in the pool. I hope that makes sense. I'm glad you specified with my clothes on. Well, no, yeah, I mean, be safe. (laughs) Look, I'm. Clothes on or clothes, look, we are, we are a, this is a pants free zone uh, and we are judgment free of your clothes. The other day I almost came on our audio podcast, not wearing a shirt. And Jesse told me that the this show is clothing optional. So now I that mean, I know when we're that audio only, I don't really think it matters. Yeah. But... I, I don't, I mean, yeah, you could say that, but 
people don't want people people don't want to listen knowing i'm naked jesse that's not that's not a comfortable uh yeah. factor for people you know like I don't, I don't think that's gonna um you know move the fan base much but uh that's <laughs> that's my resolution you got any more before we go you have any um, serious ones what are they really doing what do we really want to see them stop doing yeah i think um the Diamondbacks have made a lot of transactions recently that just have not really panned out for the team in a lot of ways. Um, this was really apparent, really, in both the article I wrote about trades and the article I wrote about free agency. Mike Hazen has had a pretty decent track record uh, for each of them, except for recently. That's really when things have started to nosedive. If you look at the last few free agents the Diamondbacks have signed, it's been pretty rough, right? Madison Bumgarner, that contract is kind of a disaster. Joaquin Soria didn't pan out. Tyler Clippard didn't pan out, right? Um, and even on the trade front, right, the Starling Marte deal, uh, one of the more recent things that they've done, that that's kind of turned into a disaster as well. So um, I think it's it's a resolution for Mike Hazen, and I don't know exactly be a good gm right i mean it's hard to put it's hard to put this into words do good gm things good dude yeah do good gm (laughs) things but but yeah i mean i just think uh, i think mark melanson was was a great start for them uh but just you know in this next couple months hopefully when the lockout ends and and you know the transaction uh field is open once again for this team i would like to see the diamondbacks do a couple of things and I'd like to see those things pan out for a change, right? It's It's been a while since the Diamondbacks have really had success either in the trade market uh, or in free agency consistently. And I think especially in free agency, uh, the Diamondbacks have, have just, uh, they've just dished out so many two, three million dollar contracts. And, you know, you're not expecting to get much in those situations, but the Diamondbacks Correct. have gotten even less than that. Uh, they haven't even gotten the money's worth that they've paid. So uh, I don't know what the takeaway is there. I mean, it's hard being a GM, so I don't want to, uh, you know, make this sound like it's something that should be easy. But I would like to see that change for the team here here this season. It's definitely not as easy as not wearing your pets' heads on TikTok videos anymore. But yeah, uh, yeah, falls kind of right in between jumping in the yeah. pool, in the pool with your clothes on and not letting your friends jump it. Because once you go, it's inevitable that your friends are going to follow you in the pool. So uh, yeah, that's it's right in between <laughs> there. But yeah, I sure. I'm with you. It's it's easier said than done. We we sit here and uh, we we blow hards, can talk all we want, whether we're fans or pundits on the show. Uh, we could talk about how the Arizona Diamondbacks need to do something, make some moves, make something happen, right? I think there's far more that goes into it. I think there's a much bigger game plan that uh, potentially is is even a longer timeline that we consider, right? Like, I think yeah. we tend to think about sports teams having a, you know, four or five-year timeline, but in some cases, they might be looking even further down the road as far as when mm-hmm. this team can expect to be, you know, competitive again when they can expect to be financially, uh, you know, solid and, and in a good place again. Uh, there, there's a lot of things up in the air. I still, I still can't help but think, especially during this time of fan attrition, uh, about Tori Lavallo or not Tori Lavallo, but uh, Jerry Colangelo's philosophy on this team early on, right? Hmm. Uh, and that is unfortunately that this town will support you, but they will only support you if you win. Right. Yeah. And you can say that about other cities, but other cities, even when their teams are bad, 
still come out and support them. They yeah. still come out at least to yell at them from the stands and, and boo them. And yeah, yeah, they things, might be right? booing, but they'll be there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing about Diamondbacks fans when it comes to the Diamondbacks being bad is it's worse than that. It's it's yeah. lethargy. It's, it's not yeah. caring at all about what that the oh baseball's happening. Yeah. You know, yeah, I get that. I got that apathy. a lot last yeah. season, by the way. I got a lot of like, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? What's what's going on with them? Are they any yeah, good this you still, year? You, like, still co- you still covering that baseball team? Are they, yeah, are they yeah, season? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got a lot of that last season. And that's, mm. again, that could potentially be worse than a lot of things. Um, Brett, uh, Robert York uh, wants to know where the churro dog at, though. And you know what? He's not wrong. I want a churro dog right now. Just talking about it. Since mm. we're talking churro so dogs. Good. I'm going to give you guys this. All right. Um, here's my pro tip. If you go to the ballpark and you get a churro dog, immediately remove the churro from the equation, take it out, separate it from the ice cream and, uh, and the, and the donut mm. and stuff, uh, hot churros and cold ice cream do not mix. I don't care how much uh. you want to make it a thing. Hot churros and cold ice cream don't mix. It melts the ice cream, makes the melt ice cream, hot and melty. Nobody wants that. Mm. It makes your churro cold because the ice cream's cold. Nobody wants that either. It's all hard and stuff. Remove it from the equation the minute you get it. Then go to your seat, eat your bowl of ice cream and your churro is two separate things. Don't leave them together. So are that's, you? Are, that's you the best also... piece of advice I can give you. Ah, interesting. Do you also? Are you also opposed to like an ice cream? with like a hot brownie situation no, like a no, fresh Jesse, out of I'm the not. oven brownie I'm not against okay. I'm not against the pizuki I'm not against any of those things yeah, the yeah. problem what about is the what we're talking about is we are talking about at a baseball game how long does it take you to get back to your seat at a baseball game get settled in and start eating your churro dog not to mention if you're actually wearing watching Fair. that event how much are you going to actually eat that dog while you're actually watching the sporting event? It is not a culinary item that is meant to be sat with for a long period of time. It has a shelf life of four, maybe five minutes tops. Chances are it's going to be expired before you even get back to your seat. If you don't do something about that ticking time bomb, that is a hot churro <laughs> in the middle of your Sunday. Okay. Again, I, I give you all sorts of advice, right? Relationship advice. Here's my best piece of advice. Uh, did you lose that person? Yes. Did losing them feel like you lost your arm or did it feel like you lost your keys? Those are two completely different losses. <laughs> one changes your life forever and one's a minor inconvenience. If you break up Okay, with someone, but is losing is I'm, losing your keys really a minor inconvenience, Derek? That's See, sounds, look at you. Look at you. That's what people would say. It is a minor inconvenience, Jesse. Oh, you got to pay to order some new keys and you got to go, where am I? I don't have a master. I, where am I going to get a new house key from? It doesn't matter. Eventually, within a month, you'll have solved all of those issues. But with a missing arm, you have to learn to live your life differently so if you ever oh. break up with someone i want you to ask yourself that question is breaking up with the, that's my only other piece of advice it's that and the churro dog thing that's these are the only <laughs> two good pieces of, of advice i have for any human beings out there i just gave you both on the same podcast a podcast wow. i didn't even need to give you those i could have made a whole episode around that but I'm what are we going to talk about tomorrow free. now derek you're, know, you're Jesse, fresh out of no advice idea. I have no idea. That's all I had. That's it. The barrel is empty. Uh, what we're talking about is if people followed through on their resolutions, I want to know how many people broke their resolutions before the first week uh, of the year was over. But uh, yeah. if your resolutions, January 4th, we're, we're well right? into it now, Derek. Yeah. I, I think I said, I wasn't going to yell more and I was going to be more on time. And I broke both of those in this episode because I almost missed this podcast with being late. Jesse, I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with me. 
can't do any of that stuff. But if your New Year's resolution was to look good and feel better in 2022, forget the gym, forget the crazy diet, go out and get yourself some new PHNX gear. Rep those teams and, you know, obviously rep us. You're a member of our family. Uh, show it. Head to the phnxlocker.com and pick up any sticker pack for just $5 or grab any T-shirt for just $29.99 and be the envy of all of your friends on your block. Again, if you didn't get yourself uh, enough good Christmas presents this year, you know, uh, get yourself one more. Uh, Brett Johnson, by the way, before we go, says they took away the $4 value beers. Why even go watch a 50-plus yeah. win team at that point? No shit, Brett. Uh, Robert York says his resolution was to break his resolution without any shame, and I hope you did nice. it, sir. Yeah. I hope you did it. Cheers to you. Hats, hats off to you. You're going to have um, a thank great you guys. 2022, Robert. Yeah, hell yeah. That's how you kick it off. You kick it off right away, breaking it, being happy about yourself, knowing you you accomplished your goals, and now you can move on and set new ones this year. But uh, we hope you guys all enjoyed the show. Of course, you can get us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K on there. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX sports, uh, underscore sports, excuse me. And that is on Twitter instagram and facebook and that name again was phnx underscore sports uh send us your review send us a five-star review we'd appreciate that uh and again if if you don't think we're worthy of five stars then just dm me and let's talk about it we'll figure this thing out together uh we'll (laughs) we'll formulate a game plan on how jesse and i can get to five stars for you but leave us a review sign up on your favorite audio podcasting app uh and make sure to go over to youtube and subscribe there as well as sign up for notifications so you don't miss any of our Arizona sports content coming out of PHNX. Uh, We appreciate you guys so much for uh, sticking in with us. Uh, We hope you all break your resolutions on behalf of Jesse and myself. We hope you all have a wonderful 2022. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you set resolutions for teams that have no control over what we're telling them they have to do.